The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Uh, good morning and welcome along to the warm-up for another week, starting your Saturday morning off in style. Matt Woolen and Cam Mooney with you. Plenty to come on this morning's show as we count down to the Super Bowl. And if you're American or are living in America at the moment, you think it is the biggest game in the world. We'll touch on that a little bit later because Cam Luke's going to join us live from Las Vegas on Radio Row. Looking forward to that. And plenty more moons. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Wallow. Morning, everybody. Yes, uh, can't wait for, for Monday. It's funny. I was going through yesterday's paper and there's the, you know, that every year they have the guide of, yes. of, a, of the NFL for, for, the, for the idiots. Yep. Why do we keep doing this? Well, because I'm an idiot and I sort seriously, of seriously, but you know what? If you've got to read off the paper what a first down is, okay, well, don't watch. Yeah, that's, Just that's don't watch. extreme. All right. you're, not, you're not that invested, so don't watch. Yeah, if you don't and know if you, a, if you are watching, just, just enjoy it. You don't, you don't have to worry about the rules. Don't worry about it. And if you only want to watch the halftime show, which is Usher, by the way, which I felt like it has been missed in all of this because Taylor Swift and even to a really lesser degree, Eminem with the Detroit Lions the other week, mm. potentially going to be there. They've sort of swept everything. Obviously, Taylor, and we'll get to some of her stuff soon. But Usher... You know you, you, know you can bet on his first song. Yes. Um, I don't know... Don't know Usher I that don't, well. Well, I don't know any <laughs> of his songs' names. Like, you know Usher songs, but like... It'll be the one that Tell goes, me yeah, one... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Is that it, the name of the song, though? I've got no idea. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, right. yeah. So, so that's that's where I'm at with it. I don't really. He's know. got to start with that though. It's a cracker. But he's coming from a long way back. Not that I'm an Taylor fan. will be in the house, and uh, we'll get to how she's going to get there and mm. what that means uh, very soon. But I've been watching a lot of the American um, shows this week. Podcast Pat McAvee is there on Radio Row. Do you like Pat? I love Pat. I'm you don't not, like him? Not a big fan of Pat. Why not? Seeing a bit of a tool. Okay. Yep. Can I say that? You can say whatever you like. Good mate. morning, everybody. Good morning, Pat. He listens to the show every week. No, um, he. It'd be like great the, if Pat gets on his show and goes, "Who's this Mooney flog?" Yeah, that would be gold for us. That would just make us. I'd probably just yeah, that'd be the last show we've ever done because it wouldn't get any better than that. Um, yeah, look, it's been a, a massive build up, but it is because it's two weeks. Mm. I mean, the AFL have, I guess, thought about this process. Don't do it. Have done I it when we've it. had COVID, obviously. Mm. What do you reckon you don't like? No, it? no, not at all. I don't even like the uh, the week off before the finals in the AFL. Yeah. I'm, I'm an old school, you've just got to go through the season. But I understand why they did it. I don't agree with it, but they've done it. Uh, no, but do not do it after the prelim final, have then two weeks off. No. Yeah. Or right. a week off, I should say. I think it'll get there and I think it'll you, get... Do you really? I think it'll get there because of the concussion. I think what'll happen so is... So we can get every player playing. Someone will miss mm. through concussion. And they're okay, in a sense, to play. And they won't be able to play because that's of the, the game. rule. Yeah, no, I get that. That's the game. That's just that's, That happens. Injuries happen. We're going to do it because someone rolls an ankle? No, no, no. But what, I guess what the conversation would be around is that people recover or are affected differently. Mm. So someone after 10 days or 7 days is actually still feeling the effects or is in a bad way. Others may not. And that may be false in their own mind as well. But I think it'll get to a stage where we'll have the week off so everyone is available. Look, if someone Do you do you want that? Uh no, I don't no, I don't think so. I don't it, want the it two It loses so much momentum. momentum. Yeah, like, I agree. ridiculous. But, but I feel like and people will argue this, I feel like the week off for the finals loses momentum. I, I do. want, yeah, I that's want why that I'm not footy coming around straight away. Yes. And if we have to forego a Thursday night because the finals are so close, then 
That's fine. Don't play Thursday night for the first week of the finals. Yeah, I've got no problem with that. No, yeah. no, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of it. Not a big fan of the week off, but over there, it's yeah, it's obviously tradition. It's what they do, and the build-up is enormous, and we'll talk to Cam Luke a little bit later and just talk about just really how massive that media – and you've been there. You know, you know all about it. Yeah, it's That huge. media room is just unbelievable. It's crazy, and it's funny because I was watching Pat this week, and because podcasting obviously has become an even bigger thing over the last few years, and more so from a video mm-hmm. point of view as well, is that when I went a few years ago now, 2017, to Houston, it was – it was radio stations. Yes. And now, if you have a look, and we'll talk to Cam a little bit about it, there's a lot of podcasters with big platforms doing Everything's stuff Everything's recorded, there. yeah. So it's not exactly just radio stations now. There's so many podcast shows setting up, you know, literally sitting next to each other and doing a show, let alone just sitting, you know, end to end and doing that. So we'll chat to Cam mm. a little bit uh, later about that. We're not far from the AFL season starting. It's actually, do you think Feb is a bit of a missed opportunity? There's been a bit of chat this week that why aren't we already playing? No, I'm happy with – I'd go with March, like the start of March. I wouldn't be going into – I know we're starting a little bit earlier this year because of the – what are we calling it? Zero round? Nor- yeah, nor- ground round? zero. Nor- no, round, round zero. Round zero. Or something. Um, but anyway, I think in the years gone by, it's gone – it's probably been later in – probably later March when we've usually started. I'm able to start on the first weekend of March. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. The way that the teams are now and players in particular – when they go away for their breaks, they come back. They're all they all come back pretty much ready to go. Like no one's stupid like I was and went on four weeks of drinking and carrying on and yep. then thought I'll get no preseason's about me losing weight. They don't do that nowadays. They come yeah. back already lost weight. Yeah, they're they're running straight away. They're, yeah. they're, you know, they're having a week or two maybe of or a, you know, of having a bit of a holiday yeah. or whatever. Old school come back skin folds at ninety five. Yeah. Not not amazing. <laughs> hey, um loving the Kingsley and Hardwick stuff this week. Actually in in fact GWS would have to go down as probably the best on social media yes, in terms of hanging SHIT. With the dot on top. Yep. Uh, hanging shit on other clubs. Mm. And this week you would have seen the Hardwick and uh, Kingsley so stuff. So if you haven't it. seen it, so it was Kingsley on the phone and the, and the cameras come around into his office and he was doing a little bit of weight work, a little bit of shoulder stuff with uh, with a dumbbell. And obviously uh, Hardwick, who they're great mates. Yep. Thought, well, I one up you here, and he's he's done a he's done a post of his own, and the weight was just a little bit bigger. Yes, just and to say, yeah, this is cute. And the Giants uh, <laughs> came back and said, uh, yeah, that's that's cute, but uh, I think you'd be your pay packet's even a little bit heavier, <laughs> so maybe get your pay packet out and do a few little reps as well. So now I plan on uh, going up to uh, Sydney probably next week, so I will sit down with Adam and go through a little bit of a rundown of how we can better. His little performance here. I'm thinking, you know, big curls, get the arms, get because he's got he's massive got guns. I mean, got he's huge got pipes. huge pipes. So we need to get them out. Maybe do a little bit of a um, yeah, come back at them and just say, you know, that was cute, Dimmer. But you know, yeah, over to you now. Have a look at this. <laughs> uh, the Gold Coast uh, they've declared premiers 2026, which is great. Who was the last team that declared that and it actually happened? I think it was Richmond, wasn't it? Didn't Richmond come Brandon out and Gale say... came out and said we wanted to win a premiership by this year and we wanted to have 75,000 And members. we all scoffed and, and laughed and said... And at that time, I think it was fair to scoff and laugh. Well, it was when they... Uh, I think it was their last game at Sydney, wasn't it, when they got absolutely belted, did make finals. They had a review like Geelong did and we said, calm down, guys. Don't be silly. But you know what? It worked. 
It absolutely worked. And, and I, don't, I don't see why they shouldn't be saying this. They I'm, should be. 26, what's that? Two years. Absolutely. We came across some numbers this week. Now, I know on the bounce on a Sunday night, which will be back for 2024, looking mm. forward to that, you're going to your segment, Numerology, which is one of the great, your one, one of the greatest segments of all time, so even though the boys don't allow me to do it too much. You've come across some figures this week around the Super Bowl. Well, I, you know what? I have, I'm going to give it to Ed. Ed's, Ed's found it. Okay. So I, I'm a man who just gives his praise to people that find stuff. And let's be honest, I'm not that very smart. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> and even that sentence, yeah, exactly. I'm not that very smart. <laughs> that was fantastic. So what we thought this week, it would be a great opportunity to just have a bit of a mm. one-off. What is your numerology? Okay, so week? numerology this week is about the number 13. Right. That's, and we're looking at the Super Bowl, obviously. Super Bowl coming up on Monday. Yes. So here we go. Did you know? So it's all about Taylor Swift. Um, and her number and 13. Kelsey. That's her favourite number. Well, it is her, it's her favourite number. So this is all just going to tie in. All okay. right. Well, we'll see. So Taylor Swift's favourite number is 13. Now, Super Bowl 58. Take the five and the eight. Five plus eight is? Uh, 13. 13. Thank you very much. You thought you wouldn't have been on the ball there. <laughs> now, this game will be Taylor's 13th appearance at a Chiefs game. Well, yes, okay, okay, yes. That See tick, where I'm going tick. here? Yes, I can. Super Bowl date is the 11th of the second. 11 plus 2 is? 13. Thank you very yes, much, Why? Yes. Now you're back on board. Now, Taylor will fly from Tokyo to Vegas. Guess how long that flight is? 13 hours. Thank you very much. The Chiefs playing the 49ers. The 49ers. 4 plus 9 is? Ed? Thank you very much, Ed. You're flying here. The 49ers are the one seed. The Chiefs are the three seed. One v three is obviously put them together. Thirteen. 13. Thank yes. you very much. Now, Warlow. Yes. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? Give me a percentage. hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> Travis Kelsey wears number eighty-seven. One hundred minus eighty-seven equals thirteen. Yes. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, just to throw it out there. I'm going to say my prediction is the Chiefs to win by... 12? 13! Oh, my God! Just incredible! (laughs) Unbelievable! How does that even happen? That's numerology, my friend. Tokyo to Vegas, 13 hours. I mean, that, for me, that just blows my mind. Everything just falls into place. It's a 13 game. Swifties, get out there, get amongst it, get around the Chiefs. It's going to happen. Incredible scenes. Uh, Stay with us on the warm-up this morning. Plenty to come. Moons' hairy list is coming up next. It's actually on the back of Taylor Swift. Mm. So if you're sick of Taylor, maybe switch off. Uh, We've got Cam Luke going to join us live from Vegas very soon as well. This is the warm-up. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. You're listening to the warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. 
Hope you're enjoying the show this morning. Moons' numerology getting a bit of a run, which uh, has gone down very nicely. The boys, Ed, I've never seen someone, a producer, so happy with his own work, even though he might have ripped it from somewhere else. He's still very happy with himself. The carry-on was incredible. No, it was very good. And uh, looking forward to uh, to the Soup Bowl on Monday, our time. Cam Luke, who's live in Las Vegas, he's just been floating around. Uh, we're going to get him uh, on the show in just a moment. Of course, our marketplace coming up a little bit later on as well. Moons, but interesting story this week because we have spoken about a little bit about the Super Bowl. Yes. But Taylor Swift has taken over Australia because she's in the country very soon. Well, we're just talking about Ed's carry-on. Talk about carry-on from the Taylor Swift fans. Now, there's an article come out this week. Um, Taylor Swift fans consider adult diapers to wear to the concert. Because the concert is so long. Yes. So they don't have to go to the toilet. They can just relieve themselves in a diaper. Now, I'm assuming a bit of tongue-in-cheek here, Warlow. Yeah. But for that to be brought up, it just shows these people are crazy. Well, I think there's... I wouldn't well, Are, you, are you saying this might happen? Oh, I think it possibly could happen. Can you happen. imagine standing next to a 45-year-old woman know. and she's just... You can just tell she's just... It's like, like it's like when you're in the swimming pool, like a mate swimming pool or any swimming pool, by the way, and someone stands still for a moment. You go, "Geez, they're pissing in the swimming pool," <laughs> and it's like awkward because you can't walk around and pee in the swimming pool. You no. have to stand still, so it's obvious. So I wonder if they'll sort of be standing there. There's like, <laughs> I think that possibly okay. So I mean, a number twos would be yeah. A stretch. So anyway, this is a little bit crazy, but on the back of that, I thought. I'm going to give my list, I've only come up with three, to be honest, uh, of players who made me pack my pants. Moons's Big Hairy List. So players that have packed your pants. Players who packed mine. I thought you were going to do people who No, because I can't, I, I can't. I don't know who... I, I don't you know who know. that was. I mean, that was all of them, but I can't <laughs> But anyway, anyway. So Moose's Big Hairy List, oh, I gave people a little, that scared you. A little, uh, little just a bit of a nod to Dennis Pagan, who from the moment I walked into the North Melbourne Footy Club made me pack my pants. Yes. And he but was, only a little man. Yes, but geez, he scared the hell out of me and was ruthless, brutal. But anyway, not on the list. Oh, so not I'm on go- the list. Not okay. on the list. So I'm okay. going to start at number three. So this is back in 1998. I was playing at Victoria Park. I was playing in the ruck. So this is when I was at North Melbourne. Uh, I'd just come off a knee reconstruction the year before. So this is like, I think it was pre-season games. And Damien Monkhurst was playing for Collingwood. Was coming back from injury. Was playing ruck against me. Now, did he have teeth then or not? No. No, no teeth. And then. he Jeez, virtually told ago. me so from, the, no very, teeth from the very first bounce, he looked at me and just said, I'm going to squash you, little man. And he went on to squash me about 20 times. And literally, we'd, we'd ruck, and he'd land on me, and the forearm would come down, and then his head would come down onto me. <laughs> he literally used me as a punching bag for a whole game. It, it scared the hell out of me. And that's back in the day where you could have a massive run-up in the ruck. You oh, could really charge through. And he he just slaughtered me. And I was I was 90 kilos if I was lucky. He would have been 110 200 game, you know, superstar ruckman that he was, and just bashed the hell out of me. Yeah. So he scared the hell out of me. Uh, number two, another ruckman. Uh, this was back in 2001. 2001, 2002. We're playing Port Adelaide at Cadinia Park, and we're playing, and I was playing against Matty Primus, and I was rucking. And Matty Primus was a big, strong, huge man. Scared the hell out of me. And I remember running into him early and trying to hit him because I was so petrified that I thought I'd try and intimidate him. 
Yeah. So I was giving away stupid free kicks because I was hitting him early, jumping into him early because I was so frightened. And then eventually he did get me by the end of the game and absolutely pummeled me. Pummeled me. So big men, uh, obviously, oh, are yeah. your issue because you, you like to strut around like you're work, yeah, like well, a big you know, unit. The little these blokes. Are, these who's, are, yeah, the little blokes. I know. Jeez. <laughs> so who's number one? Number one is he's turned into a great mate, but at the time, Big Barry Hall. So, yes. again, this is back in 1998. I'm playing at North Melbourne. This is a practice game against St Kilda. Yes. So, Hall is playing centre-half forward. I'm playing centre-half back. And literally, we're just he's, – he's bumping into me. He, he's making all the contact. And he's intimidating me, pushing me around. So, I thought, well, I've got to stand up to myself here because this is getting embarrassing. Because he's telling his teammates that this, you know, this, this, he didn't even know who I was. You know, this bloke shit himself. Have a look at him. And obviously they're going, well, I am, but I can't. So I had a little bump back. Anyway, without a word of a lie, Big Baz, and we've laughed about this before, he put three on my chin and I didn't even know what happened. Like I didn't even see him. And I'm standing there stunned going, Did, I think he just hit me. He hit me three times on the chin. That happened that quick. He would have been a kid then. Oh, but he was early. But a bit like yeah, like a big early twenties. Like he was a giant. Yeah, he was a man child. Yes. Early twenties. I would have. I was. What was I? I was eighteen, nineteen, and literally. And and this is how bad it was. Dennis Pagan said to me during the week. He goes, "I saw you. You shit your pants." <laughs> I uh, said, no, I didn't. Walked away. Yes, I did, actually. Yes, Barry Hall. <laughs> so Barry man. Hall is my number one man who absolutely beat me up. That's Moons' big hairy list this week. People have made him shit his pants. So on the back of Taylor Swift fans potentially doing the same at the MCG next weekend. Got a new segment this week, Moons. I'm just having a bit of a crack. Oh, Wallow's TikTok take. So I'm going to have a bit of a take every week, I think. Okay, I like this. Off stuff off TikTok or off social media. Now, this has been everywhere this week. Uh, so obviously Sam McClure has got a couple of things wrong lately. Harley Reid would be the big one. The people, well, I'm just going off recent form. You're only as good as your last uh, throw at the stumps. Six six throws. So he's obviously been quite passionate about that, but he's moved on this week. So 3AW this week, he's got his show on there, and um, he's addressed what he thinks is the elephant in the room. We need to address the elephant in the room. Carlton have to be premiership favourites. And if anyone tries to tell you down the street that they shouldn't be, they're not following the game properly. They have an excellent list. They've got two of the all-time great forwards. If they're not winning the premiership this year, something has gone wrong. Now, my take, Sam, I'll look down the barrel this week. So I'll get to that, Moons. Get out of the way for a second. (laughs) So what I'm going to say here is I don't have a problem with Sam, as a Carlton fan that he is, declaring that Carlton could or should be premiership favourites. I actually don't have an issue with that. I don't think they are, but you can make an argument for that. There's two things that I've actually taken out of that, Sam, that I feel is a bit ridiculous. Firstly, the elephant in the room. How was Carlton being premiership favourites, the elephant in the room? No one's talking about that. Now, the elephant in our room is that Ed only mentioned this week, Eddie, that he's got a girlfriend. Mm. That is the elephant in the room. We haven't addressed it on the show, and her name is Kelsey, and she's been calling him Travis (laughs) all week, Taylor all week. That's the elephant in the room. I don't know how Carlton are the elephant in the room. Secondly, Sam mentions two things there. One, the Carlton have two of the all-time great forwards in the last 20 years, Harry Mackay cannot hit the side of a barn door with his goal kicking. In fact, he's Cam Mooney-esque 2008 grand final every week of the year. Mm. 
The blokes played 107 games, kicked 203 goals, not exactly breaking records. And in fact, he's won a Coleman, great, was All-Australian in 2021, with 59 goals, which is one of the lowest of all time. Tommy Hawkins was lower the year before during COVID, obviously shortened game, shortened season. So how the hell that Carlton is the elephant in the room to be premiership favourites? Carlton fans are actually filthy about this, and that Sands come out and said it. Firstly, I don't think you need to know much about football to have a disagreement with that Carlton are, are favourites for the premiership or not. And secondly, it certainly isn't the elephant in the room. And thirdly, Harry Mackay is not one of the best forwards in the last 20 years in the game. That is Wallow's TikTok take. Nice, Wallow. Don't disagree with you on that one. Um, look, Carlton are one of the premiership favourites. Uh, I wouldn't call them the premiership favourite. I think there's a team just down the road that just come off a premiership that looks pretty good to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the uh, the big forwards... I loved Harry. I should say, I still do love Harry. Yeah, and I'm excited about what he can do, but we're all excited as about what As long as Harry fixes, and believe me, I've been there, fixes his <laughs> goal kicking, uh, and until he does that, he will never be regarded as a, as a great forward because that's what you're there to you paid You paid yep. kick goals. Um, and, man, I can tell you, it's the worst thing in the world when you line up and you've, you've got the shakes. I just don't get the take of him saying it's the elephant in the room and the fact is if you don't agree with it or someone tells you, <laughs> you differently, don't you don't, you're not watching football properly. And as I said, I think Carlton could be mm. a chance. I think they should be top four and they're going to be a chance to win the, win the premiership potentially. But that take for me has, yeah. has missed the mark. So yeah, No, couldn't agree more. All right. Hey, plenty to come up on this morning's show. Cam Luke is going to join us from Las Vegas. So up next, uh, he's having an absolute ball. We're a bit jealous, Moons, that we're not there. Maybe yes. next year we'll get there and hang we'll out. We'll do our show remote. from there? Yeah, I think so. We'll just hang out. We'll just um, no, see I if we can... I want to do our show. We'll get the rock. Yeah, we'll get the rock on. We'll ask Cam about that very soon. This is the warm-up. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. Bet365, chances are you're about to lose. You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Big weekend of sport coming up, and Monday's going to be the biggest, of course, the Super Bowl in Las Vegas moves. We're looking forward to that. Uh, some people, I guess, trying to still learn the game, as you mentioned earlier. Um, Cam Luke's going to join us in just a second from Las Vegas, but uh, the paper is actually running over the last couple of days. What a first down is. So, uh, as Moon said, if you're unsure, probably not that into it at the moment. Uh, joining us, though, it's all happening. Possibly the biggest Super Bowl party or uh, festival mm. Of all time in Las Vegas, Cam Luke joins us on the line. Good uh, afternoon to you, mate. How are you going? I cannot get my time zone right with you. Apologies. Jack. I, oh, yeah, I'll see you in a minute. Sorry, boys. Hey, how, how are you going? I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Jack just walked past, and I've been meant to catch him, but I've been uh, pretty busy. That's good, man. This is, this is it's, it's insane. And, uh, Waller, you've, you've been lucky enough to be at the Super Bowl before. Uh, I've been, this is number five for me. I've never seen anything like this. Everything is bigger. Vegas is um, a place that I don't traditionally come. Weirdly enough, I've only come here the last couple of times for work this week and a couple of years ago for the, the NBA Summer League, but I've, I've never seen I've never seen it like this. It is insane. Cam, I was talking to a mate the other day about this, 
This would have to be by far easily the most money spent on a weekend on a Super Bowl weekend in America because it because of because of the location. Well, by far, well, by far, there are already people who come here anyway traditionally, as you know, with Vegas. Uh, the tickets are through the roof. I had a sit down with uh, StubHub. In fact, the, uh, a couple of the other, one of the senior vice presidents and had a bit of a chat to them. And the tickets are still going around, I know, a few days out, about eight and a half US, which uh, equates to with the currency around 13,000. It's the most expensive Super Bowl of all time. It is a small stadium. It's only 67,000. So they don't build them like the MCG. It's more of an Optus Stadium feel, um, more so than the big 100,000, 110,000 we see in collegiate sports. The tickets are through the roof. Everything's expensive. Like, I, I don't know about you, Moons and, and Wallow, but he used to be able to, a couple of times I've been here, you're able to walk down the street and you just grab a beer, a dollar, two dollars, whatever it might be. Every, and just bump it. It's like dynamic pricing. So you might go to a bar one night and you grab yourself a, um, you know, a margarita for $11. And the next night you go back and there's more people in the bar and you pay $19 for the same drink. It's insane, but the absolute market is jam-packed. The thirst to be involved in this, I'm on Radio Row right now where all the TV and radio networks set up and we do our thing on the armchair experts. It is just through the roof. The NFL fan experience, which is which is so cool. For, for people of my generation, actually, we used to have AFL sensation in grand final week um, at, at, at Melbourne Park and Rod Laver back in the mid-90s. It's really cool. It's interactive. Uh, the NFL experience is like 100 times bigger than that. And today, uh, this one in Vegas is 100 times bigger than last year in Phoenix. And bigger than LA. It is, it's the most insane thing I've actually been a part of the first couple of days here. It is incredible the amount of people getting there and part of I guess Radio Row, we were talking about Pat McAfee's show which is probably the biggest sports show in the world uh, at the moment or is and Moons hates him but apart from that, oh. he um, he's doing huge things over there but also the entourages that come with stars who come and do interviews, literally walking around Radio Row and you mentioned off air before we grabbed you that The Rock was in the house. So we were, Benny Graham and I were doing a, uh, a quick chat with Jordan Mulata, of course, uh, Philadelphia Eagle, who played in this game last year. The Aussie who is doing big, big things. Four years, $69 million contract. Great guy. And he's over here pushing, or in, in Vegas currently pushing the NRL. that are uh, going to be here on March 2nd. So we were about to interview our uh, film interview with Jordan Mulata, and all of a sudden there's just a rumbling. And I was like, what? And now last time I was here, actually, there was an earthquake. When I was watching Zion Williamson make his NBA Summer League debut, so I thought, surely, surely I haven't been earthquaked again. And I turn around, and there's just a horde of 60 people just walking towards us. We were right next to like a, just a normal door, and The Rock is in the middle of them because he, um, he had a pretty big press conference. I'm no wrestling person, mm. but it's to do with the WWE or WWF or something. But anyway, it's big. So he was here promoting that, and I've never seen a bigger entourage. So I, I, and I... I I hate saying this. It sounds like I'm taking the piss, but there was more people in the Rock's entourage than a North Melbourne Gold Coast Twilight game at Marvel in round 11 this year. It is unbelievable how many people travel with these guys. They had the biggest, um, but even just a you know a guy like Josh Allen, superstar from the Buffalo Bills. He had eight people with him. We tried to get an interview with him. You know, Demar Hamlin, who 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 really sprang to notoriety uh, 12 months ago when he uh, he famously his heart stopped and he died. Uh, in the NFL game, he had about 12 people around him. But it's travel uh, very well supported and, and secure so they don't get morons like Benny, uh, Benny Graham and I grabbing them every five <laughs> minutes. But, man, they just, they just roll and it's just it, – it's 
it's nothing you see in Australia, and it's it's just mind-boggling at times. Hey, Cam, you know, uh, obviously, grand final week here, we, uh, all the ex-players, we like to get on the, the cashy train. What yep. do you reckon the cashy train would be like in the NFL for someone like Josh Allen or Burrows who just might rock into Vegas? What do you reckon they're getting an appearance? I reckon mean, Josh Allen will be getting 50K. <laughs> I know you do a lot of cashies, moves, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm, doing a thousand, do, I'm doing a thousand so, cashies for that. So, so they uh, – and, and what happens as well, it's not just the traditional Aussie cashier where you go and entertain at a function or whatever it might be. They might be pushing a product. So it might they might be – you know, DeMar Hamlin, as I touched on, he's, he's, done, a, he's done a deal with Bounty Chicken Wings. It's called Bounty. So he, he's there for Bounty and then whatever that number would be. But then they roll around to so this radio station – everywhere and then it's like oh here's Demar Hamlin he sits down with ESPN Kansas City how are you Demar yeah I'm good man just had a chicken wings and the bounty were around then they talk about whatever it is so it's not the traditional sense in the cashy moons mm. like you're uh, well and truly accustomed to uh, it's a lot of the PR stuff that comes with it as well so um, they're, they're making millions Larry Fitzgerald who is a um, who was a superstar wide yes. receiver and played in a Super Bowl with, um, with Benny with Benny Graham with the Cardinals his dad is part of the broadcast team for the SEN Super Bowl on Monday morning, Australian time. But uh, Larry, uh, they're offering him five grand, and he's just like, yeah, you're, you're about a tenth away from where I need to think about maybe to roll it on this. And the, you and won't the fact get out is, of bed for five. <laughs> no, not a chance. And the fact is, we're in Vegas. That it, I, I don't know how many of these play poker and whatever, but like, there's, there's these high-rolling games, and you, you see like Jason Kelsey, I see. Was, like, it's just a city that is got so many attractions and if you've already got millions and millions of dollars in the bank and someone says i'll give you 25k to come and speak to you know a group of people it's only if there's not a party on if there's not a party or something more entertaining on they'll go because they've got five minutes in their schedule but it's it's a world that is just it's it's nuts it's nuts and and like even going back to the rock i was just standing there watching him and jordan mulatto have a quick chat He's just surrounded by like 60 people and then everyone else who was there, like myself and, and, and Benny. And I'm just like, this is such a weird situation. You just have 80 people, you have your friends or your security, or whoever it might be, just sort of there, just watching. And yeah, it's, 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 it's nuts. It's, it's cool, but it's, uh, it does blow my mind. I saw JJ Watts was on. He's doing some stuff for CBS, I think, with the coverage of the game. He was on Pat McAfee's show saying more than 200 million Americans, Americans will tune into the game uh, on Monday, our time Sunday, of course, uh, in the US. It is amazing. Just talk us through a little bit about the city. Obviously, the Live Golf is on there this week. Um, the the ice hockey is on as well with Las Vegas. Got a team, of course, whatever they're called, mm. something, Knight Riders, buddy. Golden Knights. Golden Knights, that's right. <laughs> Uh, the reigning Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, and obviously the Phoenix Open's on at the moment, which has always been a, a staple, I guess, on the weekend of Super Bowl. But that's going to be slightly overshadowed by Live Golf. So there's a lot of competition for, for airtime in America at the, moment, at the moment. It's amazing. I, I went to Waste Management last year. I was lucky enough to be on the 16th, the party hole, overlooking the tea. And it was one of the most wonderful sporting experiences of my life. And I had plans. I've got a bit of a crew here there's eight or nine of us here and i'd planned to go back to phoenix i spent some time early in the week in phoenix for an nba game i was actually going to go back to phoenix originally for the friday of waste management but then then live and this is what they do they're flexible they're dynamic they're trying to disrupt as we well and truly know they put on the tournament this week so i don't have to go back to waste management in phoenix for the party hole i've got one in vegas 
uh, on the Friday. So it's a it's it's interesting. It's it's jam packed. There's plenty of ice hockey on. I'm actually going to a G League Ignite game for a lot of people that have no bloody idea what I mean. But there's the G League is the level below the NBA, uh, and the Ignite is the kids who don't want to go to college, uh, but don't want to leave uh, the US. So they if they're good enough. They play for the G League Ignite, Ignite, and traditionally that means they get half a million. They play in the second tier, and then after the year is over, which they're then qualified to go to the NBA draft, they didn't head to that. So I'm going to G League Ignite game on Monday night. The Golden Knights, uh, it's, 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 it's out of control. You uh, two at the Sphere, I'm going uh, as well. I haven't been yet, but uh, Jared Waitley and Ben Graham went last night, and they said it was, it was nuts. Uh, Adam Levine, I did see him walking down the strip. Uh, I don't know, sure. I, I know that. He kind of got in a bit of a trouble about 12 months ago for sliding into too many DMs. So I'm not sure if he's still the flavour of the month, but I'll tell you what, he still looks like a rock star. So uh, there's plenty going on, boys. Hey, Cam, uh, before you go, give us a rundown of the game. Who do you think's going to win? Who does Benny think's going to win? So uh, in, in the preseason show for the Armchair Experts, I predicted the 49ers to beat the Chiefs. I am financially invested, well all thanks to Bet365, on the 49ers. And I think Christian McCaffrey is the best football player on the planet, at least American footballer. But now we're three days out and the game's about to start, Moon. I'm no you don't, you don't back against Mahomes. <laughs> no, but, I, but a lot of people have been hedged. I just, Mahomes is like the year that they had, so much is around Travis Kelsey. He's been able to get himself right. He obviously didn't have a great year. Their receivers weren't outstanding. But the fact is, you just can't beat them. They win it. They win it. Even last year's Super Bowl, where I was lucky enough to be in the stadium again, um, they look gone. Philadelphia had them on the back. They, Mahomes is just a freak, and he's able to manage the game. Defensively, they're incredible. And the fact is, when a push comes to shove, if it gets to a fourth quarter and they're in front, I can't see Brock Purdy mm. coming over the top to beat Mahomes. Now, the 49ers have had slow starts. They were really slow and sluggish against the Packers in a divisional round, and they got the job done. And then in the NFC Championship game, likewise, they were gone. Everyone thought Detroit was going to end up being here, which would have been a remarkable story. And then they did a 1997 Western Bulldogs in the prelim choke, <laughs> and the 49ers got back to uh, the big one. So, um, look, I, I think if they start well, the 49ers, and Purdy's controlling the game, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to side with them just. It is a little financially motivated. It's a 50-50 throw, though, because Patrick Mahomes is a three. Mate, it is fantastic. We love the build-up. It's what makes the Super Bowl, and of course, the halftime show. We'll talk a bit more about that on our show a bit later on with Usher doing his thing. Not really interested this year with uh, Taylor being one of the draw cards. Enjoy uh, the next couple of days. Enjoy the, the match and uh, catch up with you soon, mate. 7plus.com.au. Benny Graham and I are doing a bucket load of uh, content as well. So traditionally, I just said people to go there so they can see how much fun we have. So uh, we don't do anything <laughs> of any substance. It's just a brag that I'm over here working. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> You've got a great setup, mate. Good oh, luck good with it. We'll chat soon. Thanks, boys. Cam Luke joining us live from Las Vegas this morning as the countdown to Super Bowl is happening. It is amazing how big it is over there. Looking forward to Monday morning's match, uh, Aussie time, of course. Stay with us. We've got the Marketplace coming up next. You're listening to The Warmer with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Hope you enjoyed the show this morning as we build up for a big weekend of sport, but in particular, of course, the Super Bowl coming up Monday. Moons, what are you what are you doing? Are you what are you doing? Um I might be up at Sydney actually doing some uh, ruck cra- uh, forward line craft with the uh, Giants. With what you've just said about being scared of Ruckman, I don't know if you should be doing some <laughs> Ruck craft, but um, yeah, right. So you may not. The boys may not watch it up there, will they or not? Uh, it'll, it'll be on. Yep, it'll be on through the club. There's, there's TVs everywhere yep. at every club. What are you doing? Uh, I don't know 100. percent I think I'm just going to settle in at home. You're going to sit down with the paper and go, oh, that's the first. Down. Oh yeah, just. <laughs> I'll be looking forward to the paper on Monday morning to make sure I'm across all the rules. But no, looking forward to that. Uh, Very uh, big game in Las Vegas. And uh, if you want to catch up with a Cam Luke conversation, you can find it on our podcast as well. He's live in Vegas as we speak. But let's get into the marketplace. The marketplace for Bet365. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Yeah, we're buying and selling something in the world of sport. Moons, kick us off. What are you selling this okay, week? Okay, so, so it's all about timing in uh, trade period. Now, the NBA are going through their trade period at the moment, which uh-huh. is exciting. I love it. Exactly. Are they? They've dropped it on Super Bowl week. Right. What do you think everyone's talking about in America right now? Not the NBA trade. Not the NBA trade period. So bad timing for that. And you and I love trade periods. Yes. We love it. But I'm I'm scouring to find out news at the moment over the last Creates couple of days. Creates great content. Um, so bad timing by the NBA. I'm selling Mo Salah this week what, what, uh, as a Liverpool supporter. I love Mo Salah. Of course, he's been out injured and have been away with the AFCON. We can't win couple. without him, surely. Well, we can if one of the Saudi Arabia teams has been reported to offer us $200 million for him. And he apparently could be offered $1.5 million a week, week to play. So he'd be going to Al icky fad something or rather. (laughs) Uh, The one that Benzema is at, the yellow and black team. Uh, So um, I'm taking 200. So this is why, apart from the big leagues, all the little leagues now aren't getting the old stars. 100%. So where the A-League's going to get copied. This is absolutely ridiculous. That is huge money. And yes, and I love Mo. Mo has been one of my favourites, been one of our favourites. Yes. But for that money, see you later, Mo. And then I will start watching the Saudi Arabia <laughs> League if Mo gets there. But uh, hopefully he doesn't, but I'm for 200. It's hard to knock, knock it back. What are you buying this week? Uh, I'm buying a great decision by the Sydney Swans to name Callum Mills as captain. Controversial. Even, even after his little incident on Mad Monday. Uh, but what I do love and what makes me laugh is they've decided to give uh, – so last year they had co-captains with Mills, Rampy, and Parker. So they've dumped those two boys down to vice captains. I'm not even sure if they're vice captains. It might be just one vice captain. I'm not sure how it's actually yeah. running. But anyway, my point is Mills is out for the first, what, eight weeks? Yeah, six, eight weeks could be more. Yep. So, yeah, they've dumped those boys as captain. But guess what, boys? For the first eight weeks, you're captain. <laughs> so you haven't got the responsibility. Yeah. You haven't got the pay. You haven't but, got the paycheck as a captain. Got, but you've got to take on the role for oh, I love uh, that. It makes me laugh. So uh, Callum Mills, uh, was he was up for a murder trial there at one stage yes. last year. The carry-on, ridiculous. Now, what are you buying? I'm buying, mate. This is big news this week. Breaking news, if anything, over the last couple of days. The steroid Olympics are coming. You can't buy this. Steroid Olympics. So I'm buying the steroid Olympics. The Enhanced Games is actually called. So it's going to be an opportunity for... So you're um, seeing just roids. Well... How fast would you like to see the 100 meter sprint go? Like, what time do you think? I think if we can get well, yeah, eight it'd be, seconds, it'd be, it'd be great, great if it was eight seconds. But these people, do you know my first ever Olympic memory? This is no lie. Is in 1988 
the Seoul Olympics was the 100 meter final. Yep. Ben Johnson, Carl Lewis, and Lifford Christie. It was my first memory. And I just remember sitting there at a friend's lounge room and looking at Ben Johnson at, at the, um, just about ready to go. The physique. It, and he had muscles on muscles. Yep. It was the most incredible sight I've ever seen. And there's a photo uh, at our. Um, who was our fitness guy back in the day at Geelong. He had a photo on his wall and it was the 50-metre mark and it was Ben Johnson a metre in front of Carl Lewis and Linford Christie already. Yep. Like he was juiced up to the eyeballs and it was fantastic. Oh, I can't wait but to see you can't that. have this. So James Magnuson, the Australian swimmer who we had a crack at last week, uh, last year because he was having a crack at the Australian, the AFL players having um, small pipes. Yeah. He's uh, his pipes about so to So he's actually going to take up the offer. Here's him speaking on SEN earlier this week and one of the organisers of the Enhanced Games. And with the help of Aaron, I'd also love to document it um, through video form, show how it can be done safely properly and create a, a an athlete that we haven't seen before james we're here we're here to help you do that he said i don't know much about it um but i'm gonna do it i love how they're using supplements yes well it is it's enhancing it's enhanced games you couldn't call it the steroid olympics <laughs> enhanced games. but i think which would you prefer to watch honestly the olympics i want to see it's clean Oh, I wish I had the BT stinger from but last week. But you know week, what, though? Yes, it would be fantastic. But seriously, how many people, in 20 years' time, this takes off, people are going to die from this? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's entered well, by, risk. By, by beware, is it? I think it is. It's like if you... People go, are going to juice themselves up to the eyeballs to win 100 metres, and you know what? They'll have a heart attack as they hit the 80 metre line. And won't that be great, great TV. <laughs> Imagine the TikToks getting around if uh, someone falls over the 80 metre mark from a heart attack because they've juiced up. I can't wait. In fact, I want to see them take the supplements at the start line. That's it, instant. <laughs> I want to see it. Mate, that is it for us. Enjoy the Super Bowl on hey, Monday. Great work by you, buddy. Catch you next week on the warm-up. You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose.